The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Now, emigrating to Australia and Canada is easier on the heartstrings than it's ever been with quick video calls to home available and huge Irish communities waiting on arrival. The housing crisis and the rising cost of living also perhaps influencing the attractions to move abroad. But is it greener on the other side? News Talk's Bella Flynn reports. Miss Irish, welcome to the more infamous Irish goodbye. Emigration and immigration has reached nearly every household in Ireland. An estimated 141,000 people moved to Ireland before April 2023, with 20% of those being returning citizens. At the same time, over 64,000 people left, my sister included. I'm now touching 25, my partner lives abroad, and I'm grappling with the decision to put down roots in Ireland or to search for greener fields. I'm asking people, should I stay or should I go? Calling from Toronto, I caught up with Katie and Dane, who say they had to leave Ireland to complete their GP training together. So we met like studying medicine at Trinity pretty early on. And then we went to do residency in the US just because they don't typically take non-EU people for medicine training jobs in Ireland. So Dean was going to have to leave. So I decided to leave with him. So you're both in Canada at the moment. You said that it was more or less a default move right after the US. How long are you planning to stay in Canada or are you putting down roots there? That's a good question. We're still kind of figuring that out. We definitely plan to be here for like probably three to five years at least. And then, I don't know, we're still undecided after that if we want to like stay here permanently or go back to where I'm from. My my goal is to start a sheep farm in uh, Lisburn um, and and just do medicine like one or two days a week and then uh, shear sheep the rest of the week. Casey, does that suit you? (laughs) I don't know that you're really cut out to be a farmer, but I think you have to figure that out for yourself. (laughs) In your grand plan, if you did move back to Ireland, are you looking at rural medicine, rural family medicine? I don't know how rural we would be. We'd probably just go back to where I'm from. So Lisbon, like, I don't know, it feels like we live in the countryside, but you're still like 20 minutes away from everything. It's not like like where we trained in Maine was rural. That's like actually rural. It's just a bit, the scale is different here. Yeah. Getting the timing right to move can be a tricky one. As Sean arrived in Vancouver, the day borders closed for COVID in March 2020. But he quickly found a piece of home in Canada. My first summer there, because of the lockdowns and everything, I joined a GA club called St. Finian's. And we won the junior Canadian championship with them. But because it was a reduced tournament because of all the lockdowns usually that's a Canada-wide mm. uh, championship but it was reduced because of the year that it was uh, but that's, it's a great way to meet people if anyone is thinking of going over if you're into your sport join the clubs At the Epic Emigration Museum I met with the Head of Programmes and Exhibitions Nathan Mannion to ask why are Irish people still emigrating? Yeah, without a doubt, it, it is economic migration. So while the profile of the average Irish immigrant has changed immensely since the mid-19th century and even in throughout the 20th century, uh, people are still leaving to find occupations abroad. So Ireland has become a destination for net inward migration, apart from times of economic recession. But that hasn't stopped Irish people traveling around the world to find that dream job. There's a sense of wanderlust as well. Or it's because, you know, they just can't have the life they'd like at home. So whether that's challenges around housing, whether it's finding a good work-life balance, uh, or it's just, you know, many other people as well are travelling to see a bit more of the world. And it isn't the one-way journey it used to be. Chloe from Dublin moved to Australia last year and told me about her experience. Like, it's not very easy. Like, you still have, like, trying to find apartments and trying to get your regional work, like, moving around to do this type of thing. 
it's definitely it is it's not like sunshine and rainbows like i know people who are leaving after four months they're struggling to get a house or they're struggling to get a job over here as well like we still they still have them type of things over here i think people need to come with lower expectations because it's not going to fix everything that you add like from home not everything is going to be different like look at it as an experience not like a new life there's so much to do like i think at home nothing's back to normal after covid still like you, there's no where to act like if you're going out you're not like little bulbs there's no like nightlife anymore we don't have as much like here there's something on every day of the week enzo from venezuela has said that his move to ireland might have saved his life i don't really consider that going back to Venezuela is an option for me. At the moment, Venezuela is considered to be a dictatorship as well. The reason as to why I left was because there was forces of the government that were trying to get college students, which I was at that time, and then just make them disappear. It happened to a building, like my neighbor building, and my mom was so afraid that that would happen to me that she just told me that I would rather have you away rather than have you dead. Ireland has given me so many opportunities that I could have never dreamt of in my own country that I keep going forward because I definitely feel that if I keep working hard enough, I will have whatever I want in this country. Enzo's perspective showed me that it is possible to make things work here. But Federica from Italy doesn't think that Ireland is a long-term solution for her. It could be silly, but the weather is a big challenge. Lack of sun impacts a lot on the mental health for me, on the social life, and my daily life is, is impacted, so I don't see myself here forever. For this reason, but also uh, growing up, I, of course, uh, other aspects are important, like uh, the health system, which um, is not great in my my opinion. Everything is very expensive, everything is priced. You, you go to the GP, the GP, they work Monday, Friday, like in like a bank, and uh, you need to take uh, time off to go to the GP, and you need to pay 70 euro to speak 10 minutes. A- everything is pretty expensive. This scares me a lot, the health system. Of course, uh, accommodation, public transport, you know, they are not great. So thinking a long term, in long, long term, I don't see myself forever here, but definitely I don't see myself leaving Ireland very soon. So I, I guess uh, at least uh, a medium plan of kind of 10 years, but who knows, you know. Owen was born in Ireland, but lived in Zambia until he was 10. After spending some more time abroad, he's come back to Dublin. I am a homeowner now. Uh, I'm conscious of the fact that I'm one of the very lucky ones to be in that position. There are a lot of people who are either trapped in the rental market or are living with their parents. It's kind of an overhanging thing for our generation. That there are a lot of people who simply aren't able to access or take the same steps as the generation before us with regards to moving full forward with regards to independence, owning their own home, or even just renting their own place. It's the expectation is either you live with your parents or are sharing with others. Was there any temptation with all of the places that you've been and you visited to, to put down roots there instead? Of course. And that temptation is still there. Oh, really? Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't rule it out. The housing is just one crisis that Ireland's facing. The healthcare is another. Look, I spend time in living in developing countries. That's the problem with the emergency services not coming or being completely overwhelmed. What has the verdict been so far? Should I stay or should I go? I think you should go. I think everyone should give moving away a go. I would definitely be like, do it. Like, why would you not? You're young. There's an opportunity to live a different experience. Go for it. I think that you should definitely go. Give another place a chance. I will go as well. Oh, yes. Yeah, go. That strong Irish will to leave is still alive and kicking. I'm being told to pack my bags and head away. But when and where will I go? 
that's still undecided. 